Hi everyone, I'm Owen. What I'm about to tell you happened when I was in the 8th grade. It was a really difficult year. I'm sure you'll be shocked and a little freaked out when you hear my story. Because it sounds like something straight out of a horror movie. But there's nothing to be afraid of. At the end of the video, you'll see that there's a rational explanation for all the supernatural stuff that I went through. But first, a little reminder, if you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to this channel now. This way, you'll be the first to know when we upload new videos. And please don't forget to like the video if you find my story interesting. When I was in junior high, two things really bothered me. My height and my voice. My friends sounded older since most of them had started puberty, but I still sounded like a little kid. I would check my voice first thing in the morning when I woke up, and each time I'd be bummed out that it hadn't changed. It seems funny now how upset I was about something like this, but I was really hung up on it at that time. I was also really upset that I wasn't getting taller fast enough. I was one of the shortest kids in my grade. My friends had suddenly shot up. I knew I couldn't make my voice any deeper, but I thought I should be able to do something about my height. I googled, how can I make myself grow taller? I clicked on every single link that came up. Playing sports, especially basketball, was a common recommendation. I saved my allowance to buy a basketball hoop and a ball. Normally, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to sports, but this time I was really motivated. I really wanted to grow taller. I was going to do whatever I could to become as tall as my friends so they'd stop looking down on me. After coming home from school, I would change my clothes and play basketball for hours. At the time, the only sign that I had started puberty was a huge increase in my appetite. No matter how much I ate, I still felt hungry. It was as if I had a deep hole inside me and I was trying to fill it. My family also noticed my insatiable hunger. I was the first to sit down at the dinner table and the last to get up. After dinner, I would go to the kitchen every 10 minutes to look for a snack. When I started overeating, my mom began to hide food from me. I found out about it later. One day when I came home, I noticed the house was smelling like cake. I got really excited and ran to the kitchen. I asked my mom, did you bake a cake? It smells amazing. My mom said, no, I didn't bake anything. The smell must be coming from the neighbors. I believed her because my mom had never lied to me about stuff like this. Mm. That whole day, the smell kept driving me crazy. It was all I could think about. At night, after everyone had gone to bed, I decided to check where it was coming from. Do you know where I found the cake? Inside the laundry machine? I was thrilled like a pirate who'd just found the treasure. I kept eating piece after piece until I finished the whole cake. When my mom saw it the next morning, she was pretty angry. It turned out that her friends were coming over. She made the cake for them. She wasn't able to save it from me even though she hid it really well. When my dad found out, he said mockingly, one person can't eat so much cake by himself. There's definitely one more person inside you. Let's give him a name. How about Ian? This Ian joke went on for a long time. At dinner, when I would ask my mom, can I get one more plate of this? My dad would say, Owen is full. Now it's Ian's turn. He needs to eat too. Even though it bugged me a little at first, I got used to it eventually. I began to ask my mom, is there enough left for Ian when I wanted more food? One night, I woke up soaked in sweat. I'd had the scariest dream. This hand was coming out of my mouth as I was eating. It was holding a fork saying, me too, me too, in a raspy voice. It was the first time I'd dreamt of Ian, the person who lived inside me. I was so relieved when I realized it had only been a dream, but the next night Ian was in my dream again. 
This time, he was trying to push his head through my mouth. At the same time, he was screaming, give me food, give me food, in that weird voice of his. I woke up gasping for air. The next morning, when I talked about my dream, my dad said, it sounds like you can't feed Ian enough. He's coming for you in your dreams, and laughed. <laughs> the following night, I saw Ian yet again. But this time, it wasn't a dream. Yes, I saw Ian in real life. After I brushed my teeth, I felt something in my mouth. I looked in the mirror. I saw a pair of eyes looking out. You heard that right. I said a pair of eyes. Ian was looking at me from inside my mouth. You have no idea how scared I was. I couldn't run and tell my parents about it because it was ridiculous. I was so scared, I couldn't fall asleep for a long time. Finally, I convinced myself that I had dreamt it. That's how I calmed down and was able to fall asleep. Unfortunately, I started seeing Ian even more frequently after that. Sometimes I'd hear his voice too. He was constantly asking for food. When I'd wake up in the morning, I would check inside my mouth with my phone's camera to see if he was still there. And when I'd see those scary eyes, I would immediately close my mouth. Now, I was sure Ian was real and he lived inside me. I knew my parents would think I was crazy, but I decided to talk to them anyway. When I told them what was happening, at first, they laughed. But when they realized this was no joke and I was dead serious, they panicked. My dad said, that can't be happening. I made a silly joke and it went on for too long. It's all my fault. Let's not talk about this ever again, he said. To convince them, I said, look inside me. You will see Ian for yourself and opened my mouth. My mom said, Owen, I'm getting worried. Please don't talk like this. When I insisted, she had to take a look. But she didn't see anything. Unfortunately, I was the only one who could see Ian. The next day, we were in the waiting room at a hospital. Without wasting any time, my dad got an appointment with a psychiatrist, that is, a mental health doctor. The doctor asked me many questions. He didn't comment on whether what I was seeing was real or imaginary. He just kept nodding and taking notes. I later found out that the doctor told my parents, Owen is, of course, hallucinating. However, apart from the hallucination, he doesn't have any other symptoms of a specific mental disorder. Mm -hmm. There must be another reason for this. We can't start treatment before we identify what that is. And he asked us to come back in three days after he had done some research. Nothing changed in my life in those three days. I kept seeing Ian inside my mouth. He was asking for food all the time. I was eating huge amounts of food to satisfy him. I had begun to eat enough for three or four people. Perhaps there were other people inside me in addition to Ian. When we went to the psychiatrist again, there was another doctor with him. That doctor's specialty was neurology. That means he treats diseases of the brain and the nervous system. He examined me as well. He made me tell him my story. Did you recently get hit in the head? He asked. After the examination, they put me inside a huge machine and scanned my brain. We'd get the results the next day. They wanted us to be at the hospital early in the morning. The next day when we arrived, we saw that there was another doctor in the room alongside the psychiatrist and the neurologist. His specialty was disorders of the stomach and the digestive system. He examined me like the others had done. Then he wanted to run some lab tests on me. You're curious about what happened, right? When you find out what my issue was, you'll realize it had something to do with all three doctors. Let me tell you what it is before I drive you crazy. Guys, I had a 20-foot-long tapeworm living in my intestines. Tapeworm is a parasitic animal that lives in the small intestine. These worm-like creatures feed on everything that we eat. This was the reason I was eating so much. Because I was sharing everything I ate with these worms, I was always hungry. 
So is Ian, the person who lives inside me, real? Of course not. The worms laid eggs inside my intestines and some of those eggs went up to my brain. When the eggs hatched, the larvae or the baby tapeworm were released. I began seeing hallucinations because of the larvae in my brain. My brain turned my dad's Ian joke into a character and began projecting that to me as if it was real. I'm so lucky I got cured thanks to these three doctors. The tapeworms in my intestines were the specialty of the digestive system specialist, the larvae going to my brain the specialty of the neurologist, and my hallucinating the specialty of the psychiatrist. The worms in my intestines and the larvae in my brain were surgically removed. I don't have any health problems anymore. I found out that eating raw or rare meat is how tapeworms enter the body. I probably got it from rare meat. My dad often makes barbecue in our backyard. I always eat the meat rare because it's more tender. Apparently, once, when the meat was really rare, the tapeworm eggs must have entered my body. After this, I will be much more careful. By the way, for those who are wondering, I did get taller. As you can hear, I also don't sound like a kid anymore, and I don't eat as much as I used to. Now, it sounds really funny that I believe there was a person living inside me. The brain is an extraordinary organ, extraordinary enough to show you something that doesn't exist. If someone else was telling me all this, I might not have believed them. But it's all true because I lived through it. Thank you for listening to my story.